Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. This is Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. Movie goer. I think that's... Feels feels like a, a minimalization, really. Yeah, I, I guess. I feel like I've achieved more than that. Like if you get, you know, say achievement points for doing things in life, which you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm on another tier at least, like as far as like maybe movie movie expert, like movie admiral or hmm, movie admiral. Movie admiral something. Kirk. I don't I don't I don't know. I'm I'm literally making this up as we're we're talking about it. But I I'm was just saying. told about uh my friend's son who is uh, grown up, right? Not a newly grown up, like but. aged or like just finally matured to the point. No, no, like lives in another state and like who knows? Pay, pays but for his own food, yes. lodging. Oh yeah, yeah his yeah. hobby right. is to see three hundred movies a year. That's in the uh, theater. In the theater was I my mean, understanding. That's that, that's actually a pretty expensive hobby. That's his hobby. I mean, you you watch two a week. I mean, you're gonna only gonna be sitting at like what 104. Unless, Again, I said so. Does he? This is move? on planet Earth. It's yes. not like Mars where no, it has no, different. That, that's okay, his different hobby. weeks and years. And uh, I said, are these? Does he feel he has to see everything that comes out? You or would. You would or almost have. Does to. he go to movies he has no interest in seeing? I don't. I just trying to. I can't see there being a person that is interested in three new release, three hundred new releases every year. Like I have trouble finding a movie that like I'm really interested in every single week. Sometimes I'm just like, "That'll do, pig. Uh, that'll do." Well, some people climb mountains, Adam. I mean, well, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Do it? No. Do, do I look like I want to die? Like when my oxygen goes out and I freeze to death, and they can't recover my body? I mean, we—that would happen to us, like in late I mean, November. As I've stated before, knowing my luck, the cure to diabetes is in my dead body. Probably. They'll just be like, there it was the whole time. Mm, not too bad for that guy, huh? Mm, what a shame. Better, better for the next one. <laughs> We're actually going to review two movies. The first one being Ready or Not. Could not even tell you what that's about. Have never even heard of it. But I feel like there's some sort of game play involved. Yes. Ready or not, yes. here I come. It's uh, it's quite a strange plot. Huh. That but surprises I, me. The, the saving grace of the film was that it kind of recognized what it was and made sure that it didn't take itself... Too, too seriously. So who is in this? Um, really, no one of them. Oh, okay. Um, so it's like the people who weren't cast in Crawl are in Ready or Not. I mean, you've got... Uh, no, it's really no one. Okay. I was trying to make a... It, it's... Um, there's a, a couple who has recently been married, and uh, this is a very, like, a, like, very, very wealthy family, like, made their money, like, on wooden sailing ships and, like the new world kind of money oh. like that that kind of money like were you ever mad at your parents that you weren't born into that kind of money cuz i briefly was well funny enough um the cravenstown which is located in tennessee i am actually one of those cravens <gasps> apparently at one point we were very wealthy <laughs> but that was that was like three generations before this this craven so like i never experienced that but as I understand it, the reason why they named it Cravenstown is because those Cravens owned nearly the entire town. 
Wow. Right. So I would be so angry at so it's somebody. Not, it, it's not my parents that did it. As I understand, it's my great great grandfather that I I should take umbrage with. And but we we yeah. will unpack that later. You have your own town. It, and I am related to the Cravens from Cravenstown. I have a tame a town literally not like whenever I'm just like, hey, my name's Adam. There, uh-huh. look at that. It's, it says Adam. Like I we are named. I am a descendant of the Cravens of Cravenstown. But we're not wealthy anymore. I but, mean, we would be wealthy if, you know, I took the money I have now back to the 1800s and yes. I could spend it there. But that's the only way. Hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm rich with friends, uh, but yes. not rich, not rich with money. Yes. And anyways, they have they've got that super duper like they don't have friends, but they have money. Oh, yeah. Like they're crazy. Rich they're Asian they're money. rich in every way. Wow. Every way. Like they have a music room in their house. Like she even makes the comment. He's like, well, uh, OK, just uh, I'm going to get ready and I'll meet you in the music room. And she's like, what does that even what does that look like? I don't. Uh, Everywhere's the music room. It's on my phone. But apparently um, the the reason that uh, they have become well to do is um, one of the patrons of the family. Huntsman. No. Oh. Um, well, hold on to that thought. <laughs> hold on to that thought. Made a deal with the devil. No way. Yes. And uh, anytime anybody joins this family, like if you marry into the family, mm-hmm. that night you have to play a game that this box that was, I guess, given to them by Satan uh, plays, tells you to play. Um, some of them are as harmless as, you know, tic-tac-toe or, you know, perfection or uh maybe a puzzle but there's a couple that you get and one of them does frank langella have the box no but that uh i mean that you could tie that in later Mm -hmm. like i mean if you can make a freddy versus jason movie you can tie in like obscure horror franchises if you needed to um in this one it's hide and seek that's the deadly game but they don't tell her that all she does is pull it out and she goes, hide and seek. And she's like, what? She's like, what do I have to? She's like, there's no way I'm going to win this. And they're like, well, if you can go tell Dawn, then uh, you'll win. And she's like, right. Okay. So wait a minute. Her husband-to-be knows this whole. Yes. He he was aware of it, but he knew that she would leave him if she found out that you have to play potential murder games with the family. Mm-hmm. So he didn't tell her. And that that comes to light later in that, just because it's something that you would want to tell your your bride to be. Yes. So he also knows that she is at risk of not surviving the Correct. night. Correct. Now, he, he informs her of this later. But again, he wants to make sure that they're married, you know, beforehand. It's not not a great way to start, you know, your potential life together. And so who is she hiding from? The family, uh, as soon as she hides, um, starts getting like these older, like 1800, 1700 style, like wooden muskets, crossbows, uh, bow and arrow, um, axes. Um, but so, she, wait a minute. so it's nothing supernatural about that. The family by choice says, we're going to try to hunt you. Well, the apparently the pact that they made with the devil said that like they if um 
if the person that is joining the family, if they've drawn this card and they don't kill them by dawn, they will die. Who will die? The family or the, the family? The, the, the family will die. Like if they don't kill the person, if they've got one of the, the fatal games. Okay. So the whole family? Like all of them drop I, dead. I think it, I think it's like the immediate family. I don't think like cousin cousin Fred doesn't die. Like so, or fifth fifth cousin Sally's okay. Um, but wouldn't that then stop the family from? I, well, okay, you don't. Just you don't. You just don't always continue. get a fatal game. Sometimes right. it's tic tac toe and you're fine. But hide and seek, it's a deadly game. So he knows, and the rest of the family knows that they're going to kill her. Right. And he's cool with that. He's not cool with it, but he needed. He goes in to save her after all oh, of this. Okay. After all of this is started, and one of the running gags in it is that they keep killing the maids and the butlers. Okay, that is kind of funny. Um, well, not for them. Well, like okay, one of the uh, the maids comes in, and one of the the uh, daughters in the family is doing cocaine. She is on coke the entire time, and, like, she has a musket at one point, a crossbow, and, like, people are constantly shoving, like, she'll be standing there talking to them and have it pointed at them, and they're just kind of shoving it out of the way, and mm-hmm. one of the maids comes into a room, startles her, and gets a crossbow arrow directly through her mouth. I can see how that's hilarious. And it's in kind of those, uh, do you remember the way Will Ferrell died in the first Austin Powers movies where he's he's dropped into the fire and he's like, oh, I'm badly burnt. I'm uh, badly burnt, but I'm not dead. And the yes. wound is beginning to, it's like that. Like they pop her and they're like, oh my goodness, she's dead. What should we do with the, and you'll just start hearing her going. I'm not dead yet. Oh, okay. Like you hear her oh, like. I, I don't want the gurgle. You, you, you hear her like, you know, drowning in her own blood and they're just kind of like. So one of them eventually goes up and just cuts her head off with with the axe that they're doing. I see. Um, some like one of the people in the family even comments. They're like, do we even know that this curse thing is real? Like we've been doing this for like 200 years. Like, are you sure we haven't just been like committing homicides? Well, yes, like they have for been. 200 years for no reason whatsoever. And they're like, no, it. Uh, do you remember your uncle so and so? Do you remember your uncle so and so? And then they're like, "Well, I mean, vaguely, yeah." And they're like, "Do you know what happened to them?" And they were like, "I thought it was a car accident." And they're like, "No, that's what they wanted you to believe." So, like, you really don't get any verification through a large portion of this movie if they're just doing this because somebody said they made a deal with the devil, or if the devil was actually involved. I see. So, um. I have to know, did she survive the night? Well, I mean, we're, if if I can't spoil Endgame during the review, I feel like spoiling it here is a bad... Now, if you want to do it off mic All after right. we finish, I'll do that. But I, I feel like that, that, that I violates... I feel like no one's going to see this. I still feel like I'm violating All one right. of our... I, I'm just saying. Like, I know. It's, okay. It's like getting a gremlin wet yeah. or feeding it after right. midnight. You're you're, just, you're not supposed to do All it. All right. So, um, did you like it? It was a lot funnier than I was expecting. Like, okay. I would not have. Th- this was not my pick. Um, I would really. Not, I would not have sought this huh. movie out myself. But at the end of the day, I. It warranted at least enough the viewing, and it, like I said, it it's aware of what it is, and 
jokes about it, not in a way that like takes you out of like the danger of the movie, but enough so that you're like, okay, all right, well, I'm okay, I'm in, I'm in on this. That's that's pretty funny. And has this made money? Um, it was it was shot on the cheap. I have not looked at the. Oh, that's right. And as usual, you have no battery. True. I must find out. But I mean, like I said, there, there's it's shot almost entirely in just this old, like very not not gothic, but like I said, it's it has an old world feel to it. Like it's a it's a mansion that like you you could shoot you know a Dracula movie in if you wanted to. Let's see. Ready or not? Um, opening weekend it made eight million, but this wasn't opening weekend, right? You don't know. You I don't, don't care. I don't think. Again, anyway. what wasn't really following this with you know bated breath. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Well, I I already have lost interest, but. I, I, Domestic total as of August 25th, $11 million production budget N.A. So I guess everyone just volunteered their time. It was, it's, a, it's a student project. I see. Okay. Well, there you have it. Now, you are listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. We are broadcasting from high atop the podcast center brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Ellen talking to Adam Cravens about actual movies he has actually seen in the actual theater. And this one, the only one that looked of any interest to me, Angel has fallen, fallen, fallen. I, w- I will say when I saw the initial film in this trilogy. I, this is a trilogy? Yes. Okay. It was uh, Olympus Has Fallen, London Has Fallen, and now Angel Has Fallen. Had no idea. I. This very much feels like a movie that if they would have shot it in the early 90s or maybe the late 80s, like Bruce Willis yeah. would have been this character. Like, I... I kept getting that that like I said, real late eighties, like early nineties action movie. This is the kind of movie that Sly, like Schwarzenegger and Willis, mm-hmm. would have competed for back in the day. Mm-hmm. Or 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 um, Harrison Ford. I as the president. I I don't as the president. Oh well, I mean he he was the. I know. I don't. Okay, so um, God has a Secret Service detail, and uh, the one who's... No, but I'm going to tell you right now, that's a movie <laughs> that needs to be made. Morgan Freeman, playing his character from Bruce Almighty, yes. for some reason, has a a, a legion of angels uh-huh. as his detail. I'm just like, I'm in. I'm in. Why hasn't it already happened? You it know? really should. Like, <laughs> I mean, I know Evan Almighty didn't do that well, but like, seriously, like... I think I think we need to make that one happen. Okay. Mor- Morgan Freeman Almighty. <sighs> that would be hilarious and interesting. Hmm. Anyway, so this is what I got from the trailer. First of all, Ger- let, Gerard Butler. Let me just go ahead and tell you right now. <sighs> yes. It does not do a lot of like, you know, faking right and going left. This thing is very straightforward. So what you're about to describe to me is probably a very accurate assessment of the plot. And go. So I get from the one time I saw the trailer that Gerard Butler is attractive. We already knew that. He continues to be attractive through the whole film. We knew that. 
and he is the guy with some mythology behind him of how awesome he is, and he is the number one protector of the president, a.k.a. God, Morgan Freeman. And so who was not in uh, the Marvel films or Disney? So... No, I guess I, I was no, trying to... No, no, he wasn't. So anyway, somebody makes it look like that Gerard Butler's character has tried to assassinate the president, but he hasn't. And he's the only one who could keep him alive. If the president would just trust him, trust him, trust him. Oh, no, Angel has fallen. There, I will tell you, the the explosions <laughs> in this film, like they, if Michael Bay is a Greek god of destruction, he looked upon this film from Mount Olympus and no, said Mount Destructus and said it is good <laughs> like it, it the, honest to, if I had a kidney stone and I tried to watch this movie I think the reverberations from the speakers <laughs> would have probably let me pass it like it's it, it's not going to win an Oscar for anything like the performances like they're not bad but like this isn't an Mm-hmm. movie it is very much an action movie in the the the, the vein of the 90s uh, mm-hmm. morgan freeman probably isn't about 20 minutes of the movie i want parts to be offered to me like that i mean and like he okay he is standing on a boat mm-hmm. he's in a bed and he's behind a desk if he That's shot great. this thing for longer than two weeks like I, I need to speak to whoever schedules their shoots because they're being very inefficient. Mm-hmm. And like he's just he's just being Morgan Freeman. Like he's not breaking a sweat. Yeah. Like this is not like Amistad or glory for him. Mm-hmm. Like he's just like, OK, yeah, it, it's like trying to get James Earl Jones to say this is CNN. Like you re- really like he's just I, do you want me to do it in a take? Just one. OK, we got this, boys. Boom. So, um. The movie is exactly what I think it is, and uh, yeah, they find you, out you that... You nailed it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. So. Which is not to say that, like, the movie isn't fun to mm-hmm. watch. Like, as, as much as I criticize and, like, I really am drawn to, like, really interesting, like, dramas or something that's thought-provoking, like, sometimes it's it's just fun to, like, watch things blow up, like, have blow somebody real good. shooting guns, like, at other... Other people having like Morgan Freeman put in a glorified cameo and uh, very, very like plot contrived ways of getting the main villain and the main like hero together so they can finally like battle on the top mm-hmm. of something to the to the death. Oh, and I, I'm also going to assume that the main villain is actually a trusted part of the president's staff. I again, I don't want to delve into <laughs> to anything too much. I'm but just again, assuming like this is this was not like breaking the mold. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the other two films in it, um, like I said, they I, I don't think they're anything special, but they're not. They shouldn't be relegated to like not watching. Them. That's why London is falling was on everything wrong with. Probably because as of this. Yeah. OK. 
And like I said, this one, I guess because in Olympus, he's the angel, and they're saying that, like, you know, the golden boy, because mm-hmm. he saved the president, and I think he saves, like, the prime minister, and the, like, this dude just saves people. So Gerard Butler's in two other movies where he just runs around in his Gerard Saving. Butlery? Well, he saves the president mm-hmm. in the first one. Mm-hmm. Like, it's basically Die Hard in the White House. Oh, okay. And the second one is Die Hard in London, and this one would be like if they... If John McClane was actually suspected to be a terrorist. Okay. If they're just like, he stole the gold bearer bonds from Nakatomi Towers. <laughs> which, which, by the way, is totally a movie I'd watch. Yeah, yeah, I totally would. Like if, and I know this is slightly off, off topic. I know Disney now owns the rights to Die Hard, <laughs> and they are developing some kind no, of Die Hard movie. No, no. Learn, learn from the mistakes of the past. Like... The character John McClane is not who we're in love with. Mm -mm. It's Bruce Willis playing like it in as much as Harrison Ford is alive now. Don't don't ever assume we want to see anybody else playing Han Solo or Indiana Jones. Mm -hmm. That's who we want to see. Doesn't matter how old he get like if he is one hundred and thirteen and still playing Han Solo. I promise you people will show up for that. Mm -hmm. And in the same way, I don't I don't need Somebody else, unless maybe it's Nathan Fillion, like to play John McClane. I just I don't I don't need it. And if you're going to develop another Die Hard movie, just take take what happened with Solo. Not a bad film, but like ultimately did not live up to Disney's expectations. If you're going to develop a new Die Hard, which this film is very much in the vein of, as long as Bruce Willis is capable and willing, Mm -hmm. keep making Die Hard movies with him. Okay, I'm, I'm down. Just, just, just suggesting. Well, Angel Has Fallen was number one. It made over twenty-one million its opening weekend, and so it pushed Hobbs and Shaw and The Lion King down a little bit. But it made more than they thought it was going to. So I'm sure if Angel hasn't been blown up, Angel can then. And if Angel didn't blow up real good, real good. Angel, Angel falls again. <laughs> exactly. Angel fall down. Anyway, uh, for those who would like to know the blow up real good reference, that is from Second City TV. John Candy is involved, and they just watch people blow up real good. It's actually much funnier than it sounds. They blowed up real good. You want to see if Helen Reddy can blow up real you, good? You really can't go wrong with Second City TV. Or if mm-hmm. you happen to be in the Chicago area, just watching Second City perform live. They blow up real it's, good. It's brilliant. So that that is that. So it is what it is. It's a fun popcorn movie. Just- both of both of the films I had fun with. Okay. I don't think there's anything exceptional about either of them. I don't know that I will own them unless someone gives them to me free. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm not mad that I saw them. And like, if you catch it on you know HBO or TNT or. Maybe you've got like a free pass to the movies or like it's a cheap matinee. Mm-hmm. It, it's not a total waste of your time. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think there's going to be a ready or not to. Um, and if I never see another blank has fallen movie, like I'm not going to cry about it. Okay. You can see that. Like I just, I, I just watched like Rise of Skywalker. Like I am anticipating that movie. Or the, the preview. I didn't watch Rise yeah, of Skywalker. I was going to say, have... <laughs> why did I not... Why did I not... Hey, you, Jane. Jane, what are you doing for the next two hours? Rise of Skywalker's on. Come on over. Uh, 
Well, you do kind of have an in, but anyway, I digress. So do we know what's out next week? I'm going to say nothing worth our time, but maybe I'm wrong. I I don't remember seeing like Angel. Honestly, Angel has fallen is probably the well, it's most Labor Day weekend significant. Though. I mean, I, something has can, to be coming out. I can I well I I can't pull it up, but I know you can't. But I'm just there's nothing I remember just like outright saying and just going oh there you go that's going to be the money maker right there. This is still kind of that. It's not like January fifteenth dumping ground, but like it, it's also not like Thanksgiving. Like weekend or Christmas, Christmas Day. All right. We've got (laughs) movie phone Kramer. (laughs) Uh, That would be um, the fanatic. (gasps) Is that Nicolas Cage? Oh, yes. Cage and Fishburn running with the devil. You they, have to see that. Do they still let him make you theatrically release have movies? To see that. Oh, that would be Rambo. Is coming. Ooh, out. Last Blood. Mm-hmm. Okay, I do want to see that, but that's like mid mid September, isn't it? Like September twelfth, September twentieth, uh, maybe. Uh, it is. Hey, any ten? Any, uh, September 20th. Well, I just Googled movies coming out next, and it says Playmobil, the movie. That looks just bad. I don't even know anything about it. Like um, the baby that's August toy? 30th. A young woman travels to the animated world of Playmobil. Playmobil? Playmo- Megan Trainers in it and Adam Lambert. So there you go. That, that movie will be uh, remarkable. I know where your wife wants to be September 6th. It chapter 2. Yeah, I know where the kids want to be too. <laughs> not that's not happening. Uh September 6th, you have Zeroville with two tattoos of Montgomery Clift and Elizabeth Taylor on his shaved head. Vicar rides a bus into Hollywood. Um What? Will Ferrell is in it. Oh, well, I mean, at least it should be a couple of chuckles. Not not necessarily. What about the Springsteen thing? Is that not out yet? Uh may, maybe. The what the uh you know. Born to Run? Yeah. I think I'll tell you if it is, I, I may go see that cuz nothing you've told me besides Rambo Last Blood. And I know people are dumping on him for being like geriatric at this point, but like it's kind of like Sean Connery. Um, I, I don't, I don't care like how old he got. I just, I accepted that he was, he was in the movie much like Harrison Ford. Like they're like, oh, well he's, he's older than, you know, so-and-so was in the original trilogy. And I'm like, right. I don't care. It's Harrison Ford. Just, just let him do. Oh, I did for Nick Nolte shows up as, uh, his father and an angel has fallen in full on, like grizzled, paranoid, like, oh, how fun. I, I'm I'm just gonna say right now, like I could have watched an entire movie of that. Like it, <laughs> Nolte has probably not been this entertaining since oh, Forty Eight Hours. Rambo comes out September twentieth. The thing I was looking at was misleading. September sixth, you've got it, Night Hunter, Satanic Panic, Zeroville. That's it. Oh man. 
That's horrible. All right, Born to Run it is. Okay. Wow, that's just like, that's a crap ton of... Crap. Yeah. No, you got it. You got it. You were right on the nose. Not that Adam and I wouldn't work for any of those people. Oh, no, no. I'll I'll, I'll direct that movie, <laughs> oh, produce that, that movie. It I'll star awful. in that movie. It like, sounds awful. I would... Sh- yeah, the only movie I have any interest in seeing is the Springsteen Pakistani yep. one. I think you're pro- yeah. or and I it's not like I can go watch Endgame just again randomly anymore. Yeah, I know at any point. Yeah. That is an interesting conundrum. For instance, let's say you and I say, well, we have a free evening <laughs> to watch something. Should we go to the theater and see these craptacular films or just rewatch something we really like on our phones. I I have an extension an extensive collection of films and I still find myself pulled to like the same handful of mm-hmm. films. So you would think that movies in the theater would actually be better. Well, I'm listen, I'm also the guy that drove like 40 miles to go see Ghostbusters when it was re-released in theaters, like, for its 30th anniversary. So, like, I can't really dump on anybody for anything. Like, if I would have been able to schedule in the re-release of Superman the movie, I would have went to see that, too. Like, I just, I when I find a film I like, like, I can't help but, like, just kind of swooning for it. Except for the mothers of the actors in those films. Right. No one is swooning for them. I'm swooning for the film. I'm the not, film. The I'm film. not. not I'm not, just saying. I'm, I'm not. Saying. Li- I'm not like ooh that Dan Aykroyd. Mm. I've seen. I, anyway, who who greenlit that? You know, Ghostbusters. No, oh. Zeroville. Oh, okay. I was like, <sighs> we're about to have a fist fight. Oh like, heavens no. Okay, all right. Ghostbusters is, as you know, it's uh, it's. It's my Old Testament. It's, it's the it's just the perfect confection mm. of all things. Mm, deliciousness. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. And uh, Adam, we'll see the the only movie of interest, the spring scene one. As long as it's playing. As long as it's playing. Anyway, <laughs> have a lovely whatever it is you're having right now. Having your baby. Whatever you're doing. <laughs> I feel unlikely that they're listening to a movie podcast while... They're having a baby? When I went into the hospital to have my baby, I brought what? Fellowship of the Ring. Right. But I mean, that's slightly different than a a podcast. I mean, listen, if you want to share us with that moment, like talking about, you know, stuff, what, whatever I'm listen, I'm for that. I'm just saying I, I find it unlikely. Mm, I don't know. Just, I'm just putting it out there. I think that doctors are listening to us while they perform surgeries. It probably keeps them calm, it keeps does. them it keeps them sane. Anyway, thank you for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens.